This podcast is a proud member of the Blueberry Network. That is Blueberry with no E's dot com. Blueberry with no E's dot com. Remember, you drop the E's. You're listening to the Otocast Radio Network. The very best in online radio. Log in, kick back, and turn us up. Otocast Radio. We supply your anime fix. Warning. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Even though the hosts are not mature. You're listening to the Bonsai Beat, your weekly window into the world of anime, featuring all the latest news, episode reviews, and discussion. From this week's episode, Zelda reviews Ponyo, Jellicoon reviews Maharomatic 2, and we have all the latest news, DVD picks, and more on episode 49 of the Bonsai Beat. Do I think Ponyo's better than Jellicoon? Do I think it's worse? You'll have to wait to find out. We also talked today about the Ava movie and discussed whether it's just a money grab by the companies involved, or whether it's really a new artistic vision of Ava. Okay, well, I won't make you wait on that one. It's a money grab. But then hasn't everything been related to Ava for the past, oh, I don't know, ten years? Hey, every anime needs a Christmas episode. Or a special. <laughs> this is, goes a bit beyond that, but that's okay. Mmm, <laughs> Pizza. I don't think there's been it. Has there been an Ava Christmas episode? I don't know if they've done that. There was that a Christmas grab. special release in a tin box. Ah, okay. So they have done that money grab. Oh, wow. yes. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Why? Why? Because people will buy it. Apparently. I want to play a quick uh, promo here from Autocast Radio. Enjoy. You're listening. The first week of October already looks promising for Otacast Prime. Be sure to tune in October 5th, 2009 at 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Central PM when the Prime Game sits down with voice actor J. Michael Tatum. Log in to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Otacast to kick back and turn us up. For more details, visit otacastradio.com, O-T-A-K-A-S-T, radio.com. We supply your anime fix. Okay, I promised I'd play that. I, I really need to go look at the rest of Otacast at some point. Too. Yeah, tomorrow I'll be joining them on Otacast Prime. We hook up with J. Michael Tatum. He recently just got brought on to the Full Metal Alchemist. I was to say for Full Metal Panic. Full Metal Alchemist cast as he's taking over for Scar. Or as Scar. <laughs> From even thinking about Kamido no Jinkin, even you're screwed up now. Hey, change the subject, <laughs> jerk. Jeez. Yes, between our break, uh, I showed Zoldar the Kodomo no Jinkin second term OVA trailer, and... I want to go shoot myself now. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. So yeah, check I, us... I'm now scarred for life. Good. But evidently, according to Jellicoon, it has a good story. It has a good story, I swear but to God. you all can join me with just thinking he's a perverted Lola lover now, so you know. Yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, continue, sorry. Um, feel free to check us out at www.otacastradio.com. You can join us there tomorrow night and ask us questions, or ask J. Michael Tatum questions, or email us questions early. Um, at bonsaibeat at gmail.com. We will go ahead and ask you any, ask Michael any questions that you forward us. So, let's go ahead and get right into the news, because, yeah. Other than this week's going to kick ass, because the Vikings are going to kill the Packers, and, uh, it's Sunday. But hey, right? Okay. 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 This week in Anime News, brought to you by Anime News Network. As I cut you off with awesome promo of promos. <laughs> it's alright. I'll survive, I'll survive. 
Okay. Well, if you want to go ahead and take the first story. All right. Kadawa Pictures USA, the licensing unit has <sighs> shut down. Katakawa. Yeah, whatever. I had never heard of them before, but... Oh, you've heard of them. I've heard of some of their shows. So, they have. They were the people that did Full Metal Panic, Girl Who Leapt Through Time, which I really thought was overrated. H2O, Footprints in the Sand, which I've never heard of. Lucky Star, which I don't watch. Uh, Shuffle, which I've heard is good. Yes. Girl with the Blue Eye, which is done by Right Stuff, so it's probably very good. And other shows. Uh, they have had things distributed by ADV Films, Funimation, Bandai Entertainment, and Right Stuff. Uh, right Stuff is going to be releasing Rental Magica and two seasons of Junjo Romantica. Yes, your boys love show that you will be watching the day it comes out. No, no, you may be. Come on, you don't like guys hugging each other on the cover and stuff? No. They're like, no. oh, yes. Oh, Satari, I love you. I love you too, Frank. This is a boy's love show. That cover is just disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not a big deal. I uh, still think I could own OG again. Sorry. That, let me change track. <laughs> Damn it. It wouldn't be a big deal if they folded. Not at all. Uh, the big, There really isn't that big of a deal that Katakawa USA... Uh, well, they've taken out their USA licensing division. It just means that the uh, people like Right Stuff, Funimation, Bandai, etc. have to work a little harder. Uh, it sounds like these guys could just come, you know, to these guys and say, Hey, we want to license this show for USA distribution. You guys can help us speed things up or, you know, whatever they did. Uh, it sounds like that Bandai and Funimation and the rest of them will just have to work a little harder and maybe learn more Japanese or something. I honestly don't know what the impact is. I don't think there's going to be much of an impact from what I've heard. So it's it's not like Katakawa is going under or anything like that. So. Yeah, it's just a subsidiary. This <clears throat> yes. Um, so next story. Uh, Adult Swim, you know, recently just showed the memory of, Memories of No One or Nobody, the Bleach film that uh, Zodar reviewed here recently. They will be showing the second film uh, on December 5th. Which I really, really hope is better than the first one. Um, so, yeah. Not, not much hope. Yeah. Well, I don't know, a movie, I mean, like, I don't know if movies would ever, I think they'd be more of a retelling, or I, I don't know, you know. Mo- movies of series... Are usually don't I don't enjoy them too much just because they they can't make them so that they impact the series ever. You, know, you have to do it so that well everything that happened here didn't really happen. Oh yeah, because they, they fuck the story up or yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. That doesn't really work to me. And if you do it so that it's after the series is ended and you're trying to continue the story, well then usually they're retellings. Yeah, and then. Well, I've already seen the series. Why do I want to watch this? Yeah. But you can go look back at my review of Memories of Nobody, but I've gotten kind of upset with Bleach recently. I mean, I missed like four episodes, and I came back, and they'd moved nothing at all. <laughs> well, they got a bazillion episode. What do you expect? Uh, yeah, I was able to get right back in the story, <laughs> and I missed maybe half of a fight. So it, it did not used to be as bad as Dragon Ball, but it has gotten that way. It's gotten really, really Gotcha. When fights go through three episodes, that's a problem. Even eh. if the fights are really cool, and the fights have been really cool. Yeah. They, ex- they extend them just a bit. Yeah, three episodes is kind of much. I mean, that's a, an hour and a half of TV time. Mm. Well, 24 minutes, you know, times three, but still, it's not exactly... Yeah. And it's not like they're fighting that entire 24 minutes. They're sitting they there... they sit and talk. They probably go have tea. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, yeah. cut. What happens after the fight, or, you know, what happens backstage, they're all buddy-buddy. It's a bit annoying. Um, so, if you remember any of the previous episodes, we've talked about this con- this anime hall of fame. And how the, um, what the hell do they call, no, they don't call him a president, I forgot what. Prime Minister. Prime Minister, thank you very much. 
the Prime Minister of Japan is a known otaku. He likes manga. He likes anime. And one of the things he proposed was an anime hall of fame. And everybody else in the government was like, no, no, that's bad. Well, the Prime Minister lost. And there's going to be no more hall of fame. I honestly think, personally, I think this would have been a good thing. It's just another tourist attraction when, when you get down to it. Yeah, I think it would have helped the economy a little bit. And they, I mean, for, as for anybody who plays Civilization or games like that, no, one way you can take over other people is by sending them your culture. And Japan has been doing a real good job of that, especially in America and other places. Yeah. are exporting their culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this would have helped with that. But um, as, as you uh, talked about there... For the first time in like 50 years or something, the Liberal Party took over in Japan. And they're going to want to use their money to, you know, yeah, provide like, welfare and make Japan a No, exactly. I mean, they get one... Totally screw themselves up, well, but... No, I mean, like, I can see, like, both sides of the coin. I mean, when you get down to it, people are hurting. People, you know, they'd rather not let the, uh, you know, if they got... I don't know if they got the equivalent of unemployment or whatever, you know, any kind of government subsidized anything to help people, you know, in the rough spot right now, you know, people, I think, would rather want help, get money in their pockets, than some anime hall of fame right now. But the anime hall of fame would be what would create jobs and help get them out of the problem, whereas just redistributing the money is, well, just wrong. Well, maybe when they're... This is is not a political blog, so I will shut up now. Well, no, I mean, it's, it's relevant, though. I would think, you know what, maybe though, maybe this might come back around when the economy is back, it's, you know, things are better off, people aren't desperately out of work or whatever. I I think, though, even in Japan, there is some hatred about anime. Even in Japan, they don't like it much, so I think that has a lot about to do with it as well. Yeah, I don't know. Kind of like anime, ugh, yeah, that's the part of our culture I don't like. I don't think so. Uh, Otaku are not really well respected, even in Japan, so... I think the word otaku is used way too much, to be honest. That's quite possible. I mean, it pisses me off when... I was talking with someone, and she says, I'm an otaku! I'm like, no, you fucking live in America. You don't spend all your life watching anime. You have a life. Stop talking like you're a freaking otaku. Like, that word just pisses me off. Like, seriously, I like anime... I like watching it. Yes, I've spent entire weekends watching anime and done nothing else. But I don't go out and buy every single DVD. I don't know anybody that will buy everything anime, not do anything. You know what I mean? Like, I think otaku is just the cool thing to say, especially if you're an American anime fan. Well, I'm an otaku. No, you should get punched in the face. (laughs) All right, well, I I think the word is doesn't mean that you're completely insane, like well, you're implying. Yeah, well, that's the way people but, like want to seem. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, I would yeah, think, just... you know what, though? I would think, you make a good point, though, about this uh, Hall of Fame, that I honestly think that they should put it up, because, I mean, like, yeah, the economy sucks now and and whatnot, but that thing's going to be standing longer than, you know, the economy takes as long, you know? Right. You know, the economy's going to go bad again eventually. Well, that that thing will still be there. The Hall of Fame will still be there. Yep. So, yeah. You want to go ahead and take the next one? Uh, my an- anime internet is not coming up on the Anime News Network for oh, some reason. Oh, okay. So. Uh, Astro Boy. They have a 3D movie out now. or coming out. They're doing early screenings in New York City. And it's all 3D. And, uh... Yeah. I wanted to ask, do you want to watch this? Like, is this something that seems interesting to you? I mean, it's a 3D adaptation of Astro Boy. Astro Boy never did much for me. Uh, It was what got Right Stuff started, and for that reason, I like it. Because I like really, really, really like the company Right Stuff. um, In the extreme. But... The show never did much for me. It was a little bit too on the um, Speed Racer Lupin Third side mm. for me. Wow. So no. <laughs> Unless it's a, not 
mean, unless it's more like modern anime in that it's has more to it than just superhero type stuff. Remember, I'm the guy who likes the philosophical anime, so. So no, it doesn't sound all that interesting. Gotcha. Yeah, it's something I might check out, but I don't know. So. You'll have to let me know. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Now here's something really crazy. You know, it seems like 7-Eleven is always doing some of the promotion for their slushies. Last month it was wrestling, and now this month it's Domokun. I wish I had, I still wish I had 7 Eleven around here. Pisses me off. so wrong. But you can get Domo everything. You can get Domo hot dog. Like their packaging is like a, a Domo, like eating the hot dog. But just a. <laughs> so the people at 7 Eleven are going to have no idea what the hell this stuff is. No, because I mean, like. Domo... Are they going to know what anime is? No. Yeah, this has nothing to do with anime, though. <clears throat> Domo Kun. I mean, it's. Hell, Target uses Domo-kun for everything. I think Domo-kun is just seen as cute. So, Right, but it's still a little bit crazy. I, that, that's a bit But you odd. get Domo-flavored, uh, they're calling it Mount... They're calling it Fuji Apple slushies. <laughs> but you get these Domo cups. Um, there's one um, with a, like a Halloween one. And it's a blue Domo in like, a vampire suit. There's an alien vampire, there's like an alien domo. These are like straw holders. Or straw clips. And then there's another This is one. just wrong. And then they've got special cups. I have to stuff. find a 7-Eleven and take pictures and send them to you so that you can see this. Well, I can tell us about pictures. I'd rather, I'd rather send you some money and give me the cups. Oh, God damn it, I hate this microphone. That's all right. Uh, if one, you want to... Uh, just a bitch to fucking edit and whatnot. Oh hey, if you want to, if you want to, I can mail you some. You know what the hey? There you go. Be a little bit weird, but you know it's all yeah. right. Hey, I remember when Simpsons movie stuff came out at Seven Eleven. You could go on eBay and buy this stuff. I was yeah. contemplating buying some Buzz Cola. Like how badass? Like I got a fucking six pack of Buzz Cola. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, and then like so you can get the cups for the Slurpees and the and the uh, the the straw clips that go on top of it and there's three different versions of that but then I saw some of the packaging like they've got stand up domo coons that have like the cups or like uh, like candy bar hold you know what I mean like the cardboard uh, you know stand ups they can make shells out of mm-hmm. pretty mm-hmm. crazy and then they've got like like I said hot dog uh, you know boxes with domo coon all it's crazy just the amount of amount of stuff <laughs> that they can put on there and I, like you said, does anyone really even know what Domokun is? He's just cute. You know what? You know what's yeah. even funnier though? They have stop animation webisodes promoting this. <laughs> like the first one, I swear, the webisode itself was like thirty seconds. The ads for everything was longer than this webisode. Wow. Yeah, it sucked. And all it showed was like. Domo Kun holding a Slurpee. It was called Brain Free. Domo gets a freeze. And him and his friends are drinking Slurpees. And, you know, because he has he always always opens his mouth, he couldn't use the straw. So he took the lid off of a Slurpee and just shoved it in his mouth. And then he got a brain freeze. And they're like, oh, Domo Kun has a brain freeze. The end. I see, I see. And I was like, What? It's like, like I said, the ads were longer than the actual thing they were showing. It was sad. <sighs> that so, is pretty sad. Yeah. All right, I have it up now, so I can read our next one. It's about Death Note? Uh, about Chin Chan. Oh, that works too. Chin Chan, excuse me. There's a Death Note one for the news? I didn't see that yeah, one. Anyway. Yeah, well, anyway. So, the, as you all know, the, if you listen to us, which I'm sure you all do, because yes. we are just the best... The Shin-Chan creator has passed, but it's now been confirmed that they are going to continue uh, broadcasting the series on the Japan TV Ashai Network. They're going to resume airing new episodes on October the 16th. 
They are evidently preparing for a next, a new, another film which will open in Japan in the spring of 2010. They're going to continue it after talking with the family. There's cited examples of Doraemon and Sazizan as examples of anime that have continued after their creator has passed away. So, And they are also going to publish the last two parts of the manga in October and November. So if unlike me, you enjoy Shin-Chan, there will be more of it coming. Yeah, I'm surprised they're already, you know, doing more things. Like, I know that we said that he had two more chapters and whatnot, and but uh, I wonder if they're just going to hand this off to some, you know, the next person in line, or what the heck's going to happen. You know what I mean? Is someone going to pick up know. the work and just continue on in his vision? Pepper down. Thank you, kitten. Down now. Yeah. We shall see. We shall see. And it will be a backlash because people are don't want to see somebody else. Uh, you know, I think there won't be a backlash it. because these are kids who are watching it. It's not that big of a deal to them, I don't think. And um, honestly, like, look at the stuff like, you know, I don't think they're going to care. This is a kid show. And all the kids really care about is seeing Shin-Chan. I mean, I guarantee you, if even if someone picks this up and continues in, in the creator's vision, they're not going to drastically change anything because, I mean, that's stupid. You know, Shin-Chan's been number one anime for years and years and years. You don't change a good thing, no matter who's writing it, you know? Yeah. So, that's my two cents on that. Uh, more idiots and death notes. Eighth grade Sydney boy reported for making a death note. Dun dun dun. <laughs> no, we reported. This is our first or second episode of this show. We reported about a kid like in New in in North Carolina who was. Oh, great! In my city, in my state. Yeah, exactly. Who was expelled or something for making a death note? Um. He had a replica death notebook, you know, and he wrote some kids' names down. Kind of like the same thing as this. Um, basically, this kid made a, you know, teachers say they found a death note in the bag of an 8th grade boy in southwestern Sydney. What I want to know is why were they going through his bag? Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, if you've never watched Death Note, um, this kid, this high school student at the time... Finds a death note on the ground. A notebook, basically. This is a death note. And if you write someone's name in it... Well, uh... You write someone's name in it... And then you can say how they're gonna die. When. So I could say... Uh, Zoldar. He can jump off the Empire State Building. You know, at... You know, one one oh You know, 11. 2011. At nineteen, you know, at nine o'clock a.m. or something, he'd go do it for unexplained, you know, and it would just happen. So you have to like write down the person's name, and and if you don't write down the way they die, they have a heart attack. Um, so basically, this kid wrote down a bunch of names and a quote-unquote battle plan to where bombs this is what bothers me where bombs could be placed inside the school so I really want like, so with that like it really goes from like oh he's just trying to be like you know just copying the anime and still I think it's pretty stupid you you know bring that to school and write people's names in it because I mean school yeah, shootings and whatnot. but I mean like uh, he took it a step further by hey I'm gonna put bombs in this fi- in the Fyed locker room and in the, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I really want That definitely does make it more... Serious, yeah. Serious. I'm like, okay, now I'm disturbed. <laughs> yeah, oh, sorry, it was Hartsville, South Carolina. A kid was... Yeah, I was going to mention that in a minute. <laughs> so you you pick it on my state. You don't do that now. Yeah, yeah, Those yeah. crazy South Carolina people. So, I don't Believe know. Me, I they are say, crazy. Yeah, you can buy, like, a replica death note for, like, 20 bucks on Amazon. It's pretty cool, but I mean, seriously, if you're a high school kid or middle school kid or anything, 
just leave it at home. And don't make battle plans to blow your school up. Please. School only lasts for so long, and then you'll never see these people again. Exactly. Seriously, I, I, I'm friends with maybe three or four people I went to high school with. I've ran into other high school people I've known or whatever, but seriously. Ugh. Kids today, everything has to be resolved with a gun. Or in this case, a death note. Yeah. It's disturbing. Yes. So that is the news. Yays. Woohoo! So let's go ahead and just jump right into the DVD picks. It's another week, and more DVDs are being released. What should you get? It's time for the weekly DVD picks. Every week we pick a new DVD we'd like to purchase and or buy in real life if we had money, but we're both broke-ass broke people. Yeah, if I teach, so money, yeah, no. Well, no, I did buy uh, Love Hina Friday night at Best Buy, so. I will have to hear what you think about that. A lot of pe- I love it. A lot of people don't like it. But well, I'm on, I'll I say this. I'm on, ep- I'm on episode 12. Oh, okay. And there hasn't been much. It's all been Slice of Life, which I know the majority of the show is Slice of Life. Wait, 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 wait. You don't find the guy getting hit and going like 300 yards well, insanely hilarious? Well, episode, though. It was funny. <laughs> yes, that's what gets on some people's nerves. They're it like, it's funny. every episode! Yeah, it was like... It gets funny. beat up! Yeah, the, it was funny the first few times, but... Yeah, it gets old. Now you like look over the wrong way, and it's like, oh my god, I'm flying five million yards. The yeah. the inner the love story that goes throughout the whole thing, I also found kind of entertaining as well. Yeah, well, right now, like I said, episode twelve, it hasn't got that far yet. Yeah. Um. So this week, a lot of re-releases again. Yep. And uh, that's what I'm picking for this week's. Uh, you know, I reviewed Black Lagoon. Not too long ago, for season one and two. You can now get it in a brick. And I would say, go get it if you haven't seen the show. You can get all 24 episodes. So that's a good thing. So my pick for this week would be Black Lagoon. I've heard good things about Ergo Proxy, though I haven't seen it. Heat Guy J, I have heard good things about as well, but I have not seen it. But just for shits and giggles, if you want to find a really, really stupid hentai, there's evidently a hentai called Dirty Laundry. And, well, evidently in this hentai, there's there's a laundry service. And in the laundry service, uh, you know, people go and pick up your laundry and clean your skirts and this sort of stuff. It's called dry but cleaning, ev- but yes. But evidently, according the women in this anime, find that that's not the only thing that gets cleaned. Since, you know, uh, getting this stuff cleaned evidently leads to nooners for uh, the, the women behind, in, involved. So, yes, a, a uh, hint I said in a laundry service. I think I have now seen everything. I wonder if they'd be like, here comes the tide, baby. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I have Here's the rinse cycle. <laughs> but, there you go. And then it becomes... Bec- ah, you can cheer me up any day. Uh, <laughs> that was bad. That was even worse than mine. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and there's probably more of these that we could do, you know, but let's not. Yes. Um, so yours is laundry service. No, no. Mine is actually Ergo Proxy. I just wanted to mention that one because that's hilarious. <laughs> and we need more humor in the world. Yes. Well, for shits and giggles, I checked out an anime or an hentai called Cosplay Sex Machine. And, uh... It's just as weird. A girl from... outer space, apparently, is a sex android who can ship... ship, you know, uh... What do you call it? Space shift? I don't know. She can turn into anyone. Or anything. So, yeah. It's... Yeah. Well, you will have to review that for us sometime. <laughs> I will. When I'm bored. Yes, tell us how incredibly bad it is. Yes. It actually wasn't that <laughs> bad, but it's just one of those, like, they made it because they could. Well, that's pretty much all hentai. Eh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is very true. Make it because you can. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yes. That is our DVD picks. Uh, 
I guess if I I guess I'll start with my review here this week. All right. I finally got a chance to watch Maharo Matic two, which is a continuation of Maharo Matic season one. So basically, in the first season, it ended with the Vesper and the uh, the uh, other alien uh, the other alien faction, you know, fighting and fighting and fighting, and they kind of ended up coming to a draw because Maharo didn't want to shoot the guy in the head. Well, in this, uh, in this, so that when the show comes back, Vesper and the other, and the other alien force. I sorry, I don't can't not think of the name top of my head. But basically, um, oh, the Saints. That's what they were. The Saint. So sorry. So Saint and Vesper in this version coming back, they're now aligned. They're buddy buddy, and everything. You know, they said, hey, we need to work together because there's a new. Uh, there's a new faction called Management, you know, who's coming. <laughs> yeah. Management! I know, I was like, what? It's, you know, it's pretty hardcore aliens. Yeah, it's become, it's become uh, socialist now, I guess. All yes. right. So, this show starts off with Maharo walking around town looking for stuff, and the ship is chasing this girl. She's blonde, and she's cute. She's about the same, she looks about the same age as, uh... So this girl is no is about the same age as Shiguru, high school student or sorry middle school student. Maharo, not thinking, goes and helps this girl. Well, we find out she's from management. She's being attacked by management and uh, doesn't want to be there anymore, so she runs away. Um, they don't know her name, so they name her Minawa. And they come. She comes to live with. Shiguru and Maharo. So, a lot of it is slice of life again. Uh, Minawa goes to school with Shiguru, and she's really clumsy and is always tripping and always apologizing. Um, yeah. And I'm actually just reading the, looking at a review of this. I guess they changed it in the uni- in the American dub. In the American dub, she's from management. In the Japanese, apparently, they're called the Overseers. So they've changed the name of this opposing force. Huh. Um, but the big thing uh, for this show, though, is um, kind of a darker, uh, sinister, or not sinister per se, but a darker uh, kind of foreshadowing of what's to come. At the end of every episode... It'll say Maharo ceases to stop function, you know, ceases function in X amount of days. And like every episode, it jumps 40 to 50 days. So, you know, again, this show is very slice of life, happy go lucky. Everyone's there again. And now there's this Minawa character who you really grow to love. Um, like I said, she trips on herself and she's really soft spoken, but she's a good, fun character. Takes a little used to getting used to her, but. Once she's there, she's there. There's still Miss Shikijo, who is hopelessly in love with, uh, you know, Siguru. And the badass, most badass character ever, Slash, the pet panther, who's also a robot. But, uh, yeah, at the end of every episode, they foreshadow the death of Maharo. So, basically, what ends up happening is, um... You know, a lot of slice of life till about episode 11, 11 or 12. And then, uh, management trails for one gra- gra- one last grasp to get Minawa back. But the big plan is to uh, capture Maharo. Well, um, they end up fighting, fighting, fighting. And Maharo ends up blowing herself up in a battle to basically... To protect humanity. And now here's a crazy thing. This anime was really good. Except for the freaking ending. They pulled an Eva ending on us. <laughs> so, I'm not want to go too far into, you know, spoilers or anything. But the last episode is so crazy. They could have made an entire show from this last episode alone. 
we jump ahead 20 years and we see a much older um, uh, Suguru. He's no longer, you know, he's an adult now. Um, they now made a planet, they made a special planet. It's not, like, it's not just Earth anymore. They've, they've perfected space travel. Saints and Vesper made another planet for everyone. You could jump back and forth between. Um, I forgot the exact reasoning why they did it. So, Seguru is on this new planet, and his mission in life is to, like, just kill any androids he finds out. He walks around in this, like, porcupine, uh, what do you call this, pork pie hats? Yes. He walks around <laughs> in one of those hats with some money, with some money rolled up in the bill. He has Beautiful. a sword. And his thing is, like, I'm gonna kill, you know, any androids. And, uh, He's had most of his body replaced with um, uh, cybernetic parts. So, so she's killing himself then? No. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. So he, we see him kicking ass on robots, and he's funny as hell because like he gets hurt, but he can't find a hot. The hospital doesn't open for a few more hours. So he's like, "Ah, oh, god damn it, I'm injured. I need to get to the hospital." Ah, oh, fuck it, I'll go to a bar. So he's drinking. So he drinks, and, like, we hear about his, you know, he's like, oh, like, why do you hate androids so much? He's like, I was hurt as a kid. And they're like, you gotta let it go. Um, so then he's like, ah, screw this shit, I'm gonna go get laid, and maybe the hospital will be open by then. <laughs> so then he bumps into Miss Shikijo 20 years later, and she's still, she looks the same as she did 20 years prior. She hasn't aged a bit, and she's still the junior high school student, or teacher. And they're like, she's like, God, oh, holy crap, it's you. Because he basically left everybody. When Maharo blew herself up, he ran away. And then when this this planet was formed or whatever, he went there and stayed there. He never, all his friends never knew what happened to him. Um, you know, he just left. He vanished. Well, here's the crazy thing is, we find out Maharo didn't necessarily blow herself up. She was like the all-well-meaning bean beam of what's uh, you know the 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 big creator of Saint or uh, yeah Saint was Matthew. She was quote unquote Matthew. So she doesn't want to lose the memories of Shiguru, but yet she does. So she goes back. To this planet as her old self to find Shiguru. And it's just so crazy. Like I said, I'm trying not to be spoilish, and I know I've already spoiled a good chunk of it. But it was just so crazy because, like, they had this whoa, well, and meaning stuff, just like Ava did. Like, the, the story tone completely changed. Everything was changed from this one episode. And honestly, it was so weird because, like, the show was so happy-go-lucky. You know, it was a group of middle school students having fun and a pedophile, you know, teacher and Maharo being cute and all these cute girls. And, you know, they went to the beach and they went to the festivals and they, you know, did this and that. And then episode 14 was, like, 20 years in the future. All this shit went down. And yeah, Shiguru was badass. Like I said, they could have just made an entire series of him kicking ass and taking names. Because he was like an anti-hero now. He was like, fuck this, I'm just going to get drunk until I can get patched up. Or I'm going to go get laid because I got nothing better to do. And he carries a sword and all kinds of cool stuff. But, um... <sighs> it's a good watch, but this ending really sours it for me. Hmm. But then the funny I like, thing... I like the ending. Well, it's so weird, because they like... They try to preach a holier... Not necessarily a holier-than-thou thing, but they try to be all dramatic with, like, the seriousness of the events that occurred. Like, there's another thing where, um... You know, the management... The Saint leader, or the Vesper leader, with Slash, goes in and kills everyone in Saint. Or not Saint, I'm sorry, uh, management... 
um, but dies, and then they have some kind of stopwatch that Slash puts around his neck because of his family, and I don't know. This ending was just so crazy that it just kind of ruined what was. And like, it, like I said, it's still a good show. Check it out. And the funny thing is, I also watched the summer special. They go right back to him being a high school student. And it's kind of a funny episode. You know, Maharo doesn't like pornography or any dirty thoughts. We found out why she doesn't like any dirty thoughts. And the whole episode is Shiguru and his friends hiding the ultimate, like, skin ray with this really sexy idol. That's like the ultimate, like, oh my god, you gotta have it, kind of thing. So it's them running around trying to get it from him. But, there is some more actually here this month. They were releasing two more OVA specials of Maharomatic. Um, I'm pretty sure it's gonna go back to the middle school days because, I don't, you know, I don't, because Maharo comes back. And he turns back into, like, a high school student again. and Or, I mean, a middle school student again and whatnot. So, I, I don't know. It's weird. Watch the show if you've liked season one. Um, you know, the ending really ruins it, but... Yeah, I guess if you really don't care that much, oh well. So It can't be as bad as the, the difference in Berserk from the show to the ending. Yeah, I don't know, it's just so crazy, because it's like, the entire show was slice of life. It was happy-go-lucky students, you know, being friends and being able to do all these crazy, you know, trips, festivals, just having fun together. And, you know, you got to like Maharo, you got to like Minawa, you know, and there's even a little love story between Minawa and another student and whatnot. You know, just fun, light, fluffy stuff. But then the last episode is, like, dark and serious, and there's blood, and, you know, and everything changes, you know. Shiguru, uh, Shiguru, Shiguru isn't this happy kid anymore. He's a, oh, he's a, he's a 30, you know, 20-something, or early, I say early, actually, early 30s to mid-30s, you know, depressed guy who's all serious because of his past, you know. It's like night and day difference. Hmm. So I'm not going to... I've given up on rating these shows. I would just say either thumbs... You know, recommend it or don't watch it. I would say recommend it if you like the first. Um, and you really don't even have to watch the first series. I would suggest you do because you understand more of the impact. But in the end of things, it isn't... It's a memorable anime, but it's not like something that people are going to be like, oh my god, that show rocks. You've got to watch it. Okay. So, yeah. Well, that is what Ponyo is. Ponyo is the, oh my gosh, you must go see this anime. Uh, It is very, very well done. I won't go so far to say it is the best thing that the director has done. It's it's different than his other things, but it it does show improvement from... His other shows. I still think Princess Mononoke is one of the best things he he has ever done. But I would not send a five-year-old to watch Princess Mononoke. And you can make the argument that the um, environmental message got in the way of the story in Princess Mononoke and even in Spirited Away and some of his other shows. He takes care of that here. So that's a reoccurring theme, like, I love Mother Earth. Yes, yeah. he is. He is very much. Is his all? Most of his animes have somewhat of an environmental theme. Okay, because yeah, in the very beginning, you see Ponyo's dad like, "Oh my God, these Earthlings are soiling the oceans and killing it." And right, I'm, and that I'm continues that to some extent, but it's very much. It's much more understated, and which probably I would say make, makes it more effective, especially when you're trying to reach three and five year olds, which is really what this show is made for. Uh, it it is something that you can take a five year old to. I mean the the love story is very very chaste. It's very very cute. Um, I mean maybe if you're you know pseudo conservative or something, you wouldn't think so that this was appropriate. But 
to me, I would have no problem taking my five-year-old to see this movie. The animation is extraordinary. It's done in that kind of five-year-old cute style to some extent. Uh, but uh, now I don't know much about animation, but I have always heard that water is one of the hardest things to animate. This looks like real water. Uh, it is animated extraordinarily well. But it's still done in that kind of cutesy, like a five-year-old way. The the waves have eyes to, at some point. Um, they're very, 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 very amanthro, anthropomorphic. Um, I'm not going to go into the show again because he has done that already. Uh, Zellicoon has done that already. But it... As I say, the the story is up front and center. The story is very cute. It's very funny. And the um, the main character, whose name I now forget, which is awful, the main boy character finds this fish, and he's taking care of the fish. And this five-year-old girl at his daycare asks him, says, let's go play. And he says, like, I can't. I have a job. And uh, she's like, no, you don't. You're five. Which, when you see it in the movie, is very funny. And it's done that the whole thing is done in that spirit of of three year old five year old children. Even when things get rather dangerous, it's not really because you're looking at the world through the eyes of a five year old. Don't you think? Okay, I don't mean to cut you. Everything is always going to be okay. I had a couple questions for you. Okay, go for it. What did you think about the scene when they're in that boat and they're just like sailing down the? What would you call that? The flooded streets of the city. Yeah, the flooded streets of the city. And yeah. the people are like, oh, it's you. Uh, yeah. You know. And they're letting the five year old yeah, exactly. continue on. Yeah, What yeah. do you think of that? That was, a, that was a little bit ridiculous, and it would not happen that way. But it's, it's supposed to show him growing up. No, and again, yeah. it's yeah. a five-year-old fantasy. This is what a five-year-old would, would want life to be like. You know, he's a hero. It wouldn't be a movie if they were doing everything for him. Mm-hmm. And what do you think of the ending? Like when they're just like, "Do you promise to love Ponyo?" Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Done. Um, let me let me get to that. Um, I would have one of my favorite characters was the old lady who was all crotchety yes, and thought everything awesome. was awful and evil all the time. <laughs> that was great. Even when the five year old kid was trying to treat her all nice and stuff, she was just being a bitch, basically. Like, F you, kid. Yeah, yeah. She she was freaking hilarious. And in the end. You know, she does not get caught into and go down to the underground city covered in water because she's, like, like her character, she's not trusting this strange guy who yes, told her she to is. go down there brought down there. Now, and in before, they've done this whole thing where they said, we have to test their love. You know, we have to see if he really loves her. So I was thinking, oh, okay, it's going to be this. He can either choose maybe his mother or her, or he can choose to save the world and and have her... And, you know, it's going to be this really cool thing. You get to the end, the her father is telling him, you have to go down with me. You're going to, we have to save the world. The world's flooding. And this old crotchety woman is saying, no, don't, don't trust him, and all this kind of stuff. And I was thinking, oh, okay, here's the test. Okay, cool. No, not really. He ends up throwing <laughs> Ponyo, who is now a fish again, across the ocean to the old lady, they get taken over by water, and they get taken down to the city. And the test basically becomes, like Jellicoon said, he just has to say, yes, he'll love her. And I thought more could have been done with that. Yes, he's five. Yes, it's supposed to be a kid's movie. But there could have been more done there to see if the love was real. Make him make a sacrifice. Make him say, you know, okay, you'll ha- love her, but if you do, then the town will always be flooded like it is now. <laughs> Unless she becomes a fish again. Or something like that. You know, make it, it would have been something so that it wouldn't have been real. We're and it still would not cat. have stayed that way. But make him, make him really make a sacrifice to see if his, if the love is real. God damn it. And they didn't do that. That, that was, that's one complaint. And then we have to talk about the ending music. That's going to be required. <laughs> yeah. The ending music. Blah. If if you like anime music, you are going to utterly despise what they have done to the ending song. Okay, as I say, the anime is very much in in a innocent, childlike mode, and the ending song is techno and electronica and 
semi-hard rock and roll. For the first three minutes or so of it, which you don't see if you're on YouTube, are very good. Where are you getting rock and roll? Well, I mean, it it has a it has a beat. It has you know, it's like it sounds like something you could dance to, which is not what this was supposed to be about. The original Japanese song is very much in the mode of the anime. It's very innocent. It's very childlike. And the best way to go see it, there's evidently on YouTube, there's an MTV video, which I find hilarious, for the for the ending song. And it's the girl that's singing the ending song with the two guys that are playing it with her. Uh, and they're, she's waking up, they're giving her breakfast, and she goes out to play, basically. And throughout the entire... Sh- um, while the song is in the background, throughout the entire music video, they're running around chasing her. You know, and it's very childlike. She goes out and jumps in puddles. And at the end of the day, she's all awake and there are, and the adults are bushed and dead tired. That's the spirit of what this song is supposed to be about. They utterly destroy this. Uh, they make it techno. They make it rap. It's just not very good at all. Nothing to do with the people, the American people who sang the song. They seem to be very good in the first three minutes when you actually got. You to know that. who sang the song, right? Yes, I do. Doesn't matter. Okay. The first, Just the first sure. three, the first three minutes when they're actually really singing is very good, but then they start using some computer to make their voices all weird and freaky, and that is the beginning of the end. So, if anyone any involved in anime listens to this, haha, yeah, right. Please don't do that. You utterly destroyed what was a very cute, very f- good final song for the anime. Uh, very, very badly mixed, is what I can say. But I would definitely go see this, if at all, if you have liked Princess Mononoke, if you have liked any of his uh, Spirited Away, or any of his other stuff, you need to go see Ponyo. It's very, very well done. It's very cute. And I... Now, we should talk about the He Is My Master anime that they are making, evidently, since I have the manga for this. Okay. <laughs> so they are evidently making a manga, an anime of He Is My Master, which is a fairly funny but fairly chaste Ichi anime. A, middle, a rich middle school child loses his parents completely. So, But he's so rich. I mean, it's like if Bill Gates died... And his middle school kid was living in the mansion. So being a normal middle school kid, he decides to hire maids. But he decides to hire young, good-looking female maids. And then throughout the rest of the series, he is attempting to do things like look up their skirts while they're climbing ladders. And things of this nature. But of course, the maids that he gets are hilarious in of their own selves. One of them has a pet alligator. Yes, a pet alligator, who is incredibly attached to one of the girls. And whenever he likes somebody, he tastes them, which means he literally walks up to them and puts oh, his, yes, their mouth yes, yes, yes. over their entire them. head. Yeah, he like almost eats them, but he doesn't. Yeah, see, he almost eats them, but he doesn't. So this leads to utter hilarity. Uh, he's, he's protective of the older maid, so whenever the kid tries to do something, he gets chased by the alligator. And it's very, very funny. I can't think of an anime right now that I would classify it as like. I'm sure there are many like it. Yeah. But I, I'm planning on checking out the anime. Uh, if you have not read the manga, you should do so. And I think you should check out the anime as well. Cool. Hope to review it soon. There you go. Um, I promised that we'd go over a couple of the shows that started this week. I've only checked out one so far. And a very surprising uh, show, to say the least. It's called Comp. I think that's how you say it. It's Comfer. It's um, K and then A with the two little dots over it. M-P-F-E-R. Well, so, this has odd potential. Looking at the summary here. It's very interesting. Um, this boy has this dream of this girl being chased by another girl getting shot and he wakes up and he's like oh man what a weird dream and he has this bracelet on his hand or on his arm he's like well what the hell um he then turns into a girl 
And, and he like, never leaves the? his room again because he now has breasts. Yeah. End of show. Well, he'd have the girl's voice. <laughs> he like turns into a full-fledged girl. A girl's voice, girl's everything. And I guess nobody can tell it to him. So... What do his parents do at this point? No. <laughs> they don't notice? No. He's in, his, he's in his room to begin with, and he's going on his way to school. <laughs> so basically, uh, he's a camper. It's supposed to be for girls only, but because his friend loaned him like this stuffed animal called the Entrail Series, their intestines stick out. It's like a little plush doll with its intestines sticking out. It's weird. And they're called, <laughs> yeah, and they're called camper entrails. Yeah, so now like, there's the going to be a ru- everybody's going to start making these and wanting to buy these dolls. Yeah, I think so. All right. Uh, yeah, it was. I was just like, okay. okay. But yeah, but it's actually pretty good because um, you meet another student who he's originally fighting with, but then you when she's not transformed, she's actually a very nice person, and there's a lot of ichi that happens here, like a book falls between her legs. And she thinks it's his his wang, and he's like, "No, it's a book. It's a stiff book." And she's like, "It's stiff." And this made made a lot of perverted jokes. But it's pretty interesting how they end the first episode. I'm actually looking forward to watching the second episode next week. With show I would have immediately been like, "What the hell? This guy turns into a girl to fight other girls when there's actually more to the story." So I'm going to keep continue watching that. I also saw a White Album, number 14. If you haven't watched the first White Album, you're not going to want to know jack shit, so I'm not going to get into it. Just happy that's back. And another show I've downloaded but haven't had a chance to check out yet is... Uh, so, a Techie Kai no Itchy Itchy's on. Um... Basically, it's about this. The, the, you pick your student council people by popularity, and this guy, this guy is the only like male student in the entire school, and he's picked as a student council or some crazy thing. It sounds interesting. I'm gonna check it out. Um, sorry, I'm not as prepared for this. I completely forgot about it, and then I remembered while we were recording here, so I thought I'd just mention what I've been watching when it relates to the new season. But uh, I'll be honest, like comfort. Really excited to watch for next week's episode because it ends off really well. I'd say at least check it out. It was interesting, a fun watch. And the time went by really quick. 24 minutes just flew by. <clears throat> and, uh, so yeah. I'm not, so far the season hasn't been that disappointing. When well, I thought it would be a really terrible season of anime. So. Oh, the one, since I don't download, the one that I shall be able to check out is uh, the Inuyasha final act, which I have not done yet. But as I got caught in when they were on Cartoon Network well, Viz, and watching... All- Viz is simulcasting that, so... Yes, that's why I can watch that one. Yep. Or, um, that's why I... But I got caught into watching all 300 or so you episodes did? of the first Inuyasha because I was an idiot. Wow, my roommate... Uh, Actually, so I probably will watch the rest of this because man, ending of the first one pissed me off to no freaking end. Oh, okay. I had a roommate who actually purchased all the bootleg DVDs, literally off of eBay for like forty bucks. And there was like ten or fifteen handwritten Inuasha <laughs> all episodes. And I was just like, it would wow. take that many DVDs because it's. They're just a ridiculous number of episodes. Yeah. It, it's it's worse than Dragon Ball Z for moving slowly. I kind of got into Inuasha on Adult Swim. But I, no, and I wasn't like super into the story. I mean, it was something to watch when it came down to. Yeah. But I wasn't like, oh my god, I cannot wait for next week. Oh my god, I can't wait for next week. You know, of, of the ones that look interesting from looking at this, Queen's Blade, Heir to the Throne, has lots of women in skimpy clothes. So there you cool. go. Oh, uh, speaking of Inuasha, I don't know if this is a new episode of, of Robot Chicken. I think it is. God, they're taking all Oh, God. No, it was freaking hilarious. So, this little girl was watching Inuasha, and the father walks into the living room and he's like, hey... Sports is on, like, you know, hockey or, 
He's like, you know, I want to watch sports. He's like, no, Dad, I'm watching Inuasha. And he's like, what? What's Inuasha? It's an anime. That's what I'm watching it. Ah. So he's like, oh, I'm going to watch with you. So he gets super ass into Inuasha, going as far as dressing up as as uh, as Inuasha, cosplaying as him and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, oh, my God, I can't wait to watch it again. Oh, it's so great. So the daughter's like, okay, this is weird. I'm going to go watch... Uh, I think it was like some other, it was like, like Dawson's Creek or something, you know, some one of those girly girl shows. So, the dad's like, oh, so you're watching Dawson's Creek? Oh, I gotta check this out. And he's like, oh, no, not, no, dad, no. So she runs away and he's like, oh, yeah. Because he finally gets to watch TV again. Uh, all his daughter did, okay. all his daughter did was watch you know, TV, and he could never watch what he wanted to watch. But that was freaking hilarious. He's like dressed up as Enyuasha and stuff, and like knows the storyline and all kinds of stuff. It's funny as hell. That's pretty smart, actually. I I like that. They're also evidently this season doing a well, there's a new darker than black coming out. Um, <sighs> yes. They're also in in the in the realm of uh, looking at doing every Alexander Dumas book into an anime that's ever come out, they are evidently doing an anime version of The Three Musketeers. <laughs> uh, which, I thought Gengatsu was awesome. So, oh, okay. I'll, I'll be interested to see what they do with this one. Hmm. Uh, Gengatsu was a retelling of another Dumas book. The title of Escapes Me at this moment. But that, I'm interested in seeing how that is doing. Uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms, I think. Yep. That's now. Is that do you know if that's based off the Three Kingdoms book that or the anime that came I out? I don't know. Originally, it's, it's a fifty-two episode adaptation of the classic Chinese novel. Okay, it must you no. Know, then it's not. Then it's just shares the same title. Yeah, it's depicting the tumultuous warring period of second century China. Oh, hmm. yeah, we came here. Yeah, I checked out Shiguru Death Frenzy. Just, I could not get into yeah. it. Entertaining title. <laughs> Especially when the first thing you see is a guy, like, rips out his intestines. Because that, the, that whole sto- the whole story is the lord of the castle, or wherever this, you know, whatever they do. The lord wants his best warriors to fight for his entertainment, but he wants them to use real blades instead of wooden sticks. So the guy stabs himself in the stomach... He says, "Well, do you want to see what happens when you use a real, uh, you know, sword?" And he rips out. He puts his hand in his stomach and pulls out his intestines to make his point, and basically sacrifices his life. And so they have like different stories for each individual fighters. Like the first series of fighters is a blind guy, and then the other guy has is one armed because he lost his arm in a you know fight. So then they have this crazy story about it, and but it's all based in the Edo era and junk like that. So it's just, I just couldn't get into it, and I just couldn't stand the amount of violence. Huh. Sounds like something I'd like. Ugh. No, thank you. So, have anything else you want to mention before we head off? Uh, also thought that. Let's see, we've talked about the Inuyasha, the the New Three Musketeers, the Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Well, they're doing a Japanese version of Stitch. That's that's rather odd. That's, that's been going on for a while. That's nothing new. Okay, it's on this new sheet. No, uh, they're doing a new mm-hmm. version of Leo the White Lion. Doesn't mean much to me. Never saw the original. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! is continuing. I think I'm going to shoot myself. Uh, Naruto is continuing. Blah. There's evidently another Hidari sketch coming out, which has potential. Um, Prince of Tennis is continuing. Something. Have you seen Hidari sketch? Sure. No, I have not. You can check it out on Crunchyroll. Yeah, a lot of people like it. Uh, I have not seen it. Ah. You know what I'm happy for? Kiss Exis. It's finally getting an ending. Yay! <laughs> it's a three... Uh, OV, show OVA about these two sisters are in love with this non-blood-related brother. And it's so itchy-filled. That's all it is. There's like no point 
it's just this guy ending up in these situations where he may see his sister naked or them trying to seduce him or and it's funny as hell because the parents are like well you're not related so it doesn't matter go ahead and have fun have fun with my daughters because they love you and you can do whatever you want to them and even the dad is like yeah come on grow up here these girls want you you're not blood related so it doesn't matter go ahead I'm like wow Talk about cool parents. Yeah, I know. But the brother is like, no, I don't do anything. Oh, my God, we're sisters. Oh. But, yeah, the whole series is like just one big Ichi-filled romp. What is this one again? I need to check this one out. It's called Kiss X Sis. This doesn't seem to be on the list that you sent. Oh, it's there. Or it was there at one point. It's on the side. Okay. Kiss X Sis. Yes. How's that spelled? K-I-S-S space X space S-I-S. Oh, okay. It's in the continuation. Gotcha. Yep. So, yeah. This is, we, I don't know. We will have more reviews here next time. And more DVD picks and everything else. And I am not looking forward to editing this episode. So, until next time. This is Jellicoon. <laughs> and this is uh, Zaldar. Send us messages. Tell us how much we suck. Yes, please do. So, and yeah, check us tomorrow night at, at 8 p.m. Central Time. Uh, blogtalkradio.com front slash Oticast Radio. There you can listen to our interview live with J. Michael Tatum and ask questions and all that good stuff. So, thanks for listening. This was episode 49.